In anticipation of episode 25 on syncope in both pediatrics and adult patients, we have with us Dr. Anna Jarvis, who has practiced pediatric emergency medicine for some 40-odd years, who's going to tell us about her best case ever related to pediatric syncope. Dr. Jarvis, let it rip. Well, when I was asked to do my best case, I said I had to share two because these two have never left me. I think we learn best when we miss something or something sneaks up on us and takes us by surprise. So the first one was a 10-year-old boy who came in following a fall from his bicycle. For some reason, it was assumed at the triage desk his only problem was his elbow. And indeed, he had an extremely deformed supracondylar fracture of his elbow, which needed nails and plates. He arrived at the hospital with his teacher as he'd fallen at school. He started his mantra of, I hate needles, I don't like them, I don't give me a needle, I won't stay if you give me a needle. So we concentrated on being nice people and child-friendly and a very senior empathetic nurse took himself on and his mother on a tour of the sedation area to show him how harmless it was and how the monitor was interesting and he could watch his heartbeat and oxygen saturation during the procedure. During this, he faints flat on the ground, hitting his head on the tile floor. What do you think was the cause of the problem? It wasn't situational vasovagal attack. This young man had ruptured his spleen. He had had a recent viral infection and the handlebar had done the trick. So we were reminded very graphically why every single trauma needs to be taken seriously, no matter how trivial. And one needs to ask the questions, where else did you hit? And we got suckered in, just concentrating on the painful, deformed arm instead of viewing this whole patient and reviewing exactly what happened to him. So that was one. I've never forgotten him. The second one, I was working in the fast track it was near the end of my shift at 1 a.m. in the morning, and the nurse says to me two things. One, there's a whole lineup in emergency. They want you to keep fast track open another couple hours and take care of everything that can be sent home quickly. And two, the ambulance just brought this 16-year-old girl back. You know, she was here earlier and we worked her up and there's nothing wrong with her and she's just fainted again. Well, my red flags went on. Why would someone faint twice in a day? and Why would you faint at home anyway? So I spoke to the mother and said, Lady, I'm going to spend time with you, but you've got to allow me to see some of the other patients first before we have a riot. So, round an hour later, go into the room and start taking the history from scratch. When did you start fainting? What has been done? This lady had multiple faints, 
sometimes at school, sometimes first thing in the morning. She'd had cardiograms, echocardiogram, sickle cell test, CBCs repeated, electrolytes, Holter monitor, a CAT scan of her head. I finally asked her about school and how is it going? What were her future plans? And finally, she burst into tears. It turns out that this young lady was being threatened in her school because she refused to join gangs. She refused to allow the bullies to use her as a sexual object. And she was being made the center of scorn because she was trying to get to university in a school where most kids didn't finish high school. And recently, both the mother and daughter had been physically assaulted in a mall by a gang of teenagers. So this was a situation where I could intervene. School board, child protection services. There was a big sister, big brother that I managed to secure for her. And with all of this, the young lady stopped fainting. But that said it to me all. That One hour I spent with her when I was exhausted at two in the morning, just with an open mind, saved her from further invasive investigations, saved the system money, and at least made her feel like a worthwhile human being. So again, we all make mistakes. Both of these were in my hospital. The young man with the elbow was on my shift. (laughs) And so let's admit our mistakes and uh, do tune in next week when uh, we will discuss how to stay out of trouble.